It's Monday, July 31st, 2017. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. And uh, grateful again at the start of this week to be joined by Josh Caldwell, or as I said, we affectionately call him Big Daddy. And so Big Daddy's here again to continue our conversation about, well, what do we do if we're not called to adoption? And, you know, you may think uh, you may be an adopted parent and really you're not being called to adoption. Maybe I have adopted and God's not calling me to adopt again. But we would hope and our prayer would be that even if you've adopted in the past or you haven't, if you know that adoption's not in your future, that you still stay engaged in caring for orphans and widows and defending orphans and widows and speaking up for orphans and widows. And so, Josh, just continue the conversation. Hopefully over the weekend, folks have been praying and and maybe even the Lord has illuminated in folks' lives. I've got to do something. So just give us an overview on what those somethings could be if it's not adoption. Yeah. Some of those uh, things, you know, prayer obviously is the first thing we want people to think about. And then the the next thing is a couple of things is is support and advocacy. And we're going to talk further and deeper about that in just a couple minutes. But you can be a support to families around you and you can be an advocate for vulnerable children around the world. Um, another thing that you can do is you can go. Um, we have short-term uh, mission trips through Unadopted. They're leaving all throughout the year. Your local church may have a short-term mission trip that's going to um, support um, a movement to care for orphans and vulnerable children in your area. Are you a professional of some level? Are you a teacher? Are you a photographer? Are you something that could to could give your talent to be a part of going and being a part of a short-term mission trip? We would love for you to, to have that opportunity because I believe if you go – um, you will you will come home and not forget the face of the orphan that is there. We have camps here um, in Birmingham and in Texas right now, and and we'll have more in the future. But that's another another opportunity. We need people to come and to cook a meal and to serve and to to play games. Um, those are all ways that you can do that. And then uh, another few of those are you can give. And a lot of times when we hear give, that means financial. And I want to kind of break that down into to three other uh, ways to give. So give financially. Definitely. There are families that are in need. Herbie, um, you know, the one of the major reasons that families don't move forward in adoption is because of financial resources. And if you're not called to adoption, you can help another family through giving. You can also do that through your giving your talents, um, all those gifts and skills that the Lord has given you or your resources. Maybe you're connected to a resource that could help families um, that are adopting or fostering or being a part of caring for the orphan. So those are just some overview of some ways that families could be involved if they're not called to adoption. Yeah. So we want to give of our time and our talent and our resources in everything that we do. And certainly we know that, that God has called us as his people to care for the vulnerable. You know, Proverbs 31, eight and nine says, speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute, speak up and judge fairly, defend the rights of the poor and the needy. And even this podcast is the Defender podcast is we want to defend orphans and widows and, and vulnerable children. And, and we defend them with our lives. We defend them with our prayers. We defend them with our action. And we want to support 
them. We want to advocate for them. We want to speak up for them. And, you know, our pastor and friend or our former pastor and friend, David Platt, used to say, you know, orphans and vulnerable children are a whole lot easier to forget until they have a name and they have a face. And so I know for you and I, Big Daddy, we've traveled around the world together. We've traveled separately and we've been in orphanages. We've been on the streets. We've been to our projects. And and so the the face of the orphan is the Mutebis. The face of the orphans are the the Joshua's and, and the Daniels and and the little boys and little girls in Asia and South America and Eastern Europe and and they have names and they have faces and they have identities and so we want to speak up and advocate and yeah. support those families who are wrapping their lives around orphans so just talk a little bit today yeah. specifically about how your team and and others can help people support and advocate for advocate for the vulnerable child yeah and first we'll talk about supporting is when a family is adopting and they come home from an adoption journey they're really their main focus needs to be pouring their heart their life their emotion their energy into that child they would need to be attaching to that child and, and focusing on them wholeheartedly and those families need support when they come home. Um, and I, I put, the first thing I thought of was, was a friend, you know, they need a good friend to come alongside and just ask, what can we do? Are you okay? How can we help and how can we support? So that first thing that you can do as a support is really just to ask and to, to be a part of, of communicating with that family. And the second part is a lot of these families need meals when they, when they come home, your family could provide a meal or multiple meals or actually, you can help coordinate uh, a group of meals for a family that has come home through adoption. And they are just in that first few weeks home. They're going to need some help through meals. Another thing is potentially a driver. Um, We really encourage these families to focus on their adopted child and try not to leave the home very much at the beginning. And they may have other kids that need to go to ball practice or to school or to church or something um, that need to keep a normal routine. And you as a friend, can come alongside and support them through driving, uh, maybe driving the biological children and, and volunteering to do that. Uh, another way uh, to help and to support, not right at the beginning when they come home, but a little later down the road potentially, is to be maybe a respite family for them or or a support or a babysitter, a trusted person that can be there to help in time of need, maybe on a weekend to give mom and dad a, a date night or a time that they can walk away um, just for a minute to kind of get their thoughts together, to pray, to have a little bit of a respite and come back. You may could be that support that a family needs. So those are some major ways that we can be a support to adoptive families um, as they come home. So certainly we want to wrap around these families and and in a lot of same ways, that's what the body of Christ does, right? We're we're wrapping around and helping one another and and holding one another's arms up. You think of the idea of of Aaron in the wilderness holding up the arms of Moses as he's leading the people and these families have been called to adoption. And and you know as well, Josh, just from your and Stacy's journey with your boys, it's beautiful, but it's messy and it's hard at times. And and sometimes just like we do against the Lord, right? These kids are warring against against their sonship and their their ability to be a son or daughter in your family. And those are tough times. And, you know, we like to think of this in some ways that in, in a lot of ways, foster and adoptive families are, are having some mini crises yeah. on an ongoing basis. And so uh, a lot of times they're embarrassed to say something, but they need you to check in on them. And one of the, the w- biggest ways to, to support uh, an adoptive family is to ask them, well, how can I pray for you? How can I help you? And and not to, not to question the call of 
love they have on their life or not to ask them why or or to say, well, you know, make a derogatory statement, but to to speak life and truth in them and to, to, to nourish them and to love them and, and just to, to bring around the support. But we also know, Josh, and, and I know Carla and I talked a week uh, last week about the kind of changing scope of international adoption and, and different type of regulations changing and everything. Yeah. But, but the truth of the matter is there still are 153 million orphans around the world mm-hmm. and there are still kids that need to be adopted. And so uh, one of the things that folks that maybe aren't called to adoption can do is just advocate for yeah. these kids and advocate for intercountry adoption. So talk a little bit about advocacy, what that looks like and how folks can be an advocate on behalf of the vulnerable child yeah. and the orphan. Definitely. And one of the major ways you can advocate is that we have children that are waiting, um, that are out there. And a lot of times we post them on our Facebook page or our social media um, that are we that we've been asked by the governments or by a partner to advocate for a specific child. And you can help by being an advocate for a child like that. You can reach out to us, to one of our program directors here at Lifeline that oversee our international programs. And they would love to have you as an advocate for them out talking about children that are in need of a family today and maybe even emergency situations where we're in need of a family quickly because of a child that's aging out or a child that will not be eligible for adoption anymore. Um, We are looking for advocates that can help that way and you can be a part of that. You can also use your social media. We have things that come up at Lifeline like the Run for One that's coming up in a few weeks here in August and um, the Run for One is a way that you could advocate for orphan and vulnerable children around the world that may not have the chance for adoption and you can advocate through running you can advocate through sharing on your social media you can advocate through telling stories and we're just uh, thankful for our families that do that but we want to engage you today to to be an advocate in that way uh, another way that you can be an advocate is you can encourage others to adopt you may not yourself be able to adopt you may be listening today and say we we don't feel like that's the plan for us but you may know someone in your small group or your family or your friends that are at a place where they want to adopt, you can encourage them to be a part of adoption. And that's a way of advocating um, for vulnerable children around the world is encouraging others to adopt. You know, and certainly one of the things, Big Daddy, that we want to talk about too, is if you're a man today listening to this podcast, be a leader in your home and be a leader with other men to to show that it is manly and it is masculine to be defending the orphan and the widow. And so uh, certainly, I guess that's self-serving is two men to go, it's masculine, <laughs> but it truly is Definitely. because that's the heart of our father is to care, is to defend. I mean, that word defend is strong. We are on the defensive line for these kids, defending them, protecting them. Yeah. And so we need men to step up and advocate for other men to, to get up. And I, I'm passionate about this, men. Get off your smartphones and invest in your kids. Get off the computer and internet late at night when you are fishing for stuff that is polluting your soul and seek and defend the fatherless. It is a true man that's out on the fields defending the fatherless. And yeah. so just in closing, we also need church advocates, people that are going to advocate at their churches and and you can go to our website at lifelinechild.org and, and you can look at the, the, the church initiatives and how to get engaged with the church. And, and underneath the church menu, there's a place for church advocate. And you can volunteer to be a church advocate and to, to get engaged with Lifeline and, and engaging other churches, your church and, and other churches around by helping them know what some of our, our church initiatives are, by engaging one of our, our 
teammates to come and speak for an Orphan Sunday or to be a part of a Sunday school class or to start a prayer initiative as we talked about last week. And so just sign up to be a church partner and a church initiative and, and to, to really get engaged with what Lifeline is doing through the local church. And so go to the website today under the church and become a church advocate. And so, Josh, if you will, maybe tomorrow you'll come back and certainly we want to get a little bit deeper on a lot of these things, but maybe tomorrow we could talk about international adoption. We've talked about the last couple of days, not international adoption. So why don't tomorrow we come back and say, this is what it looks like to be an adoptive parent through international adoption, what that call looks like uh, tomorrow on Tuesday. So thanks for listening to Defender Podcast. For more information or to connect with me, visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. And for more information about how you can get engaged with Lifeline, you can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use you for the gospel to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We will see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast.